back, baby! Welcome to the Night Society, where we talk about monsters, myths, legends, and lore. We're coming at you twice a month now on the full and new moon. Took us a while, but 2020 is... I think. You've been here, right? You've been outside. But, as always, I'm Cole, and I'm joined by... Raven! And we're going to talk to you about the damn thing. What's that damn thing this week? I'm so excited to finally talk about sirens. Sirens. Like like sounds? Like the sirens of of Greece. Oh. Um, I need to change my notes then. <laughs> get out of here. That was the worst dad joke on the planet. We're back, baby. Oh, my God. Um, I've been wanting to talk about sirens, one, because it's an addition to the Screaming Woman Suite, which I will always add to. And then also, I don't know, like, it just, these are, sirens are archetypes that you don't necessarily hear about. And so, as you'll learn as we dive into the history of this, like, it's a little murky. I think they have, like, the best PR of, like, any. Do they, though? Yeah. Do they have the best PR? Because I feel like their messaging is a little haphazard (laughs) in... Lacking distinction. You could think about it that way, but you could also think of it as like they 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 were given lemons and they turned it into a cocktail instead of lemonade. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. So I really wanted to talk about this, but also, I, it's cool. This is, <laughs> there's definitely going to be a historic lean to this. Like I have a lot of information, but at the same time, like I kind of want to like think through this one in terms of like what a siren means in current day but i don't know do you have anything else to say at this intro Mm. no just because yeah (laughs) Mm. well so we talked about like maybe they got some lemons and they turn it into a cocktail like when i think of sirens just off the bat i think of women on a rock Mm -hmm. With some water around, and then I think Women of them specifically. I do think of female-bodied individuals. Okay, but like not just their whole body, female. I mean, I think of, I think of some some mermaidy things. Okay. I think of, I also think of like harpy-like women, but I think of female-bodied individuals. But I associate them being around water. Yes. But with some of the research that I came up with. Not, I didn't come up with it. I, I happened upon it um, with my experiences in World of Warcraft and popular <laughs> culture. I realized that a lot of like sirens and harpies are often depicted in the mountains as well, which mm-hmm. I was just like, like I have experienced this firsthand. And when I did the research, I was like, the fuck? For sure. But yeah. So Okay. Let's but, think of those. Let's get in it. Let's think of pre our research. When I say the word siren, what is the first thing that comes to mind? Ambulances. Oh my god. Play with me. Play with me in this space. Fine. First thing, I think of the image that comes to mind is three mermaid people chilling on some rocks and maybe a ship going by them. But I guess that's probably implied by like the Odyssey, I would guess. Great. Okay. You don't need to, anal- you don't need to psychoanalyze. I just well, wanted the first. So for me, my answer is Starbucks. Oh, fuck that shit. Okay. So. Sorry, y'all. I'm. It's okay. Welcome back, baby. It's okay. We weren't playing the Newlywood game. Um, but <laughs> what I wanted to do is start there because you're already kind of mixing together harpies and sirens. Mm-hmm. And, like, we haven't even gotten there yet. Yeah. Bro? Okay. So I'm going to jump into History Corner. 
I've been so excited to talk about this for, like, months now. Okay. So, the siren, right? Like, typically when you think of the siren as a character, kind of your, like, at least I'm going to assume your initial thought is of a mermaid creature, almost entirely a woman, screaming at the tops of their lungs to lure, or screaming or singing to, at the top of their lungs to, to the men on a ship to bring them in and drown them, more or less. That's kind of the typical story that you hear of sirens. Right. They're out to get you. They're out to fuck you over. They're out to, like, kill kill you, basically. They're out to sink your ship. So Mm -hmm. they're always associated with water. Um... But actually, as we kind of find if when we go into the history of it, this is why I'm saying they have like the best PR, is that actually sirens were first documented as what we know of as harpies. So they were not mermaids in the slightest. They were actually half, well, not even half. They were bird-bodied and woman-faced. Which, like, part of me thinks that might be, like, majestic and elegant. And the other part of me is like, I mean, that is a seen, terrifying have abomination. You seen? Okay, look, look. 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 Listen. Um, listen. The images of the bird with the woman face. So there are images and there's sculptures and they're um, the pottery, the Greek pottery. Okay. They're on, they're on those. And quite literally, it's uh, pretty jarring. It's not, I would not call it graceful. <laughs> it's literally a bird with a human face on it. Okay. Um, and so... Do we know what era of Greek art? I should have looked this up. I didn't even know uh, about this. Well, okay. I have more dates, but it's kind of when it changed. Okay. That's fair. So, okay. The most famous ex- uh, appearance of sirens are in the Odyssey. The book, mm-hmm. The Odyssey. Um, in the Odyssey, Odysseus escapes their call by tying himself to the mast of a ship. So, the ship is on the way home from the Trojan War uh, uh, from Ithaca. Yes, Yeah, that correct. sounds right. Um, so basically the sirens are there. They are bird woman, uh, screeching to their, screeching to the, the crew. And basically all of the crew shoves their ears full of wax. And then Odysseus in order to, um, in order to make it home, because if you hear the call of the siren, aren't you like, just like you're like, you're You're, like pulled, you're bewitched. Like you can't, you can't go by anything else. Um, so he basically tied himself to the mast of the ship. So he wouldn't like, he would hear it, but he wouldn't act on it. Why he didn't fill his ears with wax too. I don't know. He, maybe he, maybe he wanted to live dangerously and he wanted to hear it, but he survived. He wanted to prove that he was tough. Um, Oh my God. Shut up. Okay. So toxic masculinity, toxic masculinity for sure. Um, okay. So, in this depiction, they are the body of a bird, head of a woman, and then sometimes they're depicted with arms. So, like, arms and wings? Or is the wings... Their arms. Yeah. Like a bat. Yeah. Okay. Ugh, that was an uncomfortable thought. I don't know why. <laughs> so, like... <laughs> I don't know why, but as we're talking about this, like, when you talked about, like, the pottery, mm-hmm. and you're talking about these depictions... I can only think of like middle age, like the Middle Ages, like illuminated manuscripts, and what those images would look like if they were because a hundred percent like the really terrifying faces. Yes, and yeah, hundred percent. That's what they look like. A hundred percent, like like. <laughs> I don't, I, I don't know if it's harpies or sirens or what they're called, but like these figures definitely show up in medieval and like dark age bestiaries Mm -hmm. and things so like 
Is it bestiaries or bestiaries? Because it's spelled bestiary. I've always heard had professors say bestiary. Bestiary. But like that bothers me in video games. Like it, I, I will say bestiary until the day I die. Wait, you'll say bestiary? Or no, bestiary? I will say bestiary. I don't bestiary care sounds cool. Bestiary just like here's a notebook with my best friends through the ages. Like get That's the true. get out of here. My close good friends. God. <laughs> All right, uh, that's been the Night Society. Uh, it was short-lived, but I hope you it all ends, had a fantastic. It ends when you oh, sorry, Mike. It ends when you cite a. Uh, I almost called it a vine. It is, is a, a vine. vine? It okay. Is a vine. <laughs> anyway, it, it's over when you cite a dead medium. Okay. All right. I'm continuing on. So I'm leaving all of this in. Sirens. So allegedly, they're the daughters of the. Oh dear God! Here we go. River God. Aclius. Achilles, I don't know how you pronounce that, and a muse. And the muse typically depends, uh, change, changes depending on the author of who's actually writing. Is this god Greek? Yes. Okay. Yes. The spelling. So it's the river god. It's not Poseidon. It's, yeah, A-C-H-E-L-O-U-S. One Whatever. of his close good friends. One of his close good friends. Oh, God. <laughs> um, and so the sirens uh, are known to reside on an island between Italy and Sicily. And so it's uh, the, so they reside on these islands, but actually I'll kind of jump forward. These islands are known to house the creatures Scylla and Charbidus. I'm assuming that's how you say it. Charbidus, maybe. But they, I love the second way. Charbidus is what I, uh, I let's go with that. Scylla uh, is where Sicily comes from. Uh, but the whole idea is that these are two basically scorned women, <laughs> scorned goddesses that were turned into sea monsters, and they reside on either side of the channel. Okay. Um, so it's this really interesting interplay of mythology and also geography because they are islands, but they are also these monsters. So when you go through this channel, you basically are like at the behest of these two sea monsters mm. um and and all the sirens and so um i think that's really interesting so yeah anyways i don't know i wrote it in here i wrote it in my notes interesting facts maybe okay yeah uh Scylla and Charbidis were nymphs turned into monsters and they inhabit the strait of messina in Cal- uh, calabria they're like dragon sea monsters, basically, which I think is super dope. Interesting. Um, but, and they're in this channel. And they're in this channel that also house these sirens. So, like, I think that's really interesting that there's this, like, theme of these sea creatures that are specifically women. Mm-hmm. Um, so. But it's also interesting that, like, they're also associated with landmass. Yes, totally. I agree. Like, whether it's, like, rock formations mm-hmm. or... Be- the whole premise, though, is not necessarily that they will drown you, but they'll crash you into, into right. rocks, right? Um, so, totally. That's a great point. It's, wait, this might be a dumb question. I am not a, a seafaring lad. Um, <laughs> but if you're... This is going to sound so dumb. But if you're on a boat or a ship or a, a water vessel... And you get close to shore and there's wind, like how you hear wind rip through trees or like sails. Does like 
is there weird sounds that could like imitate whale like where would whale i'm just trying to think of like an, an auditory phenomenon i mean i guess like do you want faces do you maybe jumping off now i mean we can is this a thing I'm... well so i kind of want to go like I kind of want to jump into that later because okay. I feel like that never. I'm taking my question off the table. You no, I think it's a fantastic it. question, but let's off let's, the table. We're still table. we're still in the history section. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, so sirens entice uh, sailors to their island through the gift of song, and their island was constantly littered with the bodies of men. That's like one thing that's always depicted, just like birds and shit eating bodies. Sirens also eating the bodies. Very welcoming. Wonderful. Very welcoming. But also think of that. So the con- the consuming of the ma- of the bodies that landed on the rocks basically was always depicted, which makes a lot more sense when you consider the bird version mm. of a siren as yeah. opposed to a mermaid. Totally. Um. So okay. Like scavenging. Yeah, yeah. But historically, they originally presided over land, sea, and air doing the bidding of the triple triplicate zeus poseidon hades oh so like basically i just imagine you just pop this open baby i just kind of imagine them similar to the norse valkyries where it's like they do the bidding all of them are death bringers so zeus poseidon and hades like Mm -hmm. hades of course is the ruler of the underworld but like all of them are you know smiteful is what i'll say smiteful (laughs) yeah um and so they're the they're the farriers for the for the for all of them, but for some reason it was only known in the context of water. Mm, well, I'm I'm gonna back back during the Odyssey. There was no air exploration, so there's yeah, that. but also um not not in the air, but like lightning clouds. Oh, that's fair. You know the perspective of air, wind. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, also another documentation of sirens was um, in the story of the Argonauts during the expedition to find the Golden Fleece, whatever that means. I didn't jump too far. You could probably do, like, dissertations on dissertations on the art history of this. But Orpheus was on the ship and basically just played his lute really loud. (laughs) Which... It's like, like such kind a, of love, which is such a mood. Yeah, such like, a mood. But I'm I also feel like louder. it's like a na 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 na. Like I can't hear you. Like mm-hmm. that's such like a yeah. I mean, kudos for not dying, but also like kind of infantile response. <laughs> totally. Um, apparently, on that ship, one sailor jumped overboard and was saved by Aphrodite for some reason, um, and they were born a son named Eryx, who was a boxer. Which I thought was a very interesting that, that, fact. That was that was added. Yeah, uh, okay. and died by Heracles. Heracles, not Hercules. Heracles. Interesting. Yeah, but was a boxer. Okay. Specifically, a boxer. Okay. Yep. Write that down, everyone. Totally. There'll be a quiz at the end. <laughs> um, also, sirens are allegedly the companions of Persephone, who failed to protect her from "quote unquote" capture. Oh, God, here we go. All right. Um, I'm not going to go down the Persephone route. I could talk about that a hundred million years. I do not believe that she was, quote, unquote, captured. Um, but I think, so I want to connect sirens to the idea of the Gorgons. Ooh, go on. Because it just seems like, so Gorgons being like Medusa, the monsters of the Greek world. Mm-hmm. Uh, Medusa is a Gorgon, but she's not the only one. Yeah. So technically, Scylla and Charbides would be at Gorgons. I, I mean, I 
I would say probably regionally that would sh- that would shift, mm-hmm. but like if we think intri- oh god, we're popping it open right now because we talk about Medusa and her becoming this like quote unquote monster, and we talk about these harpies potentially being the companions of Persephone who failed to protect her from mm-hmm. whatever, like her maidens or whatever, right? But if like was Medusa was she she was an oracle, but she mm-hmm. was she was a goddess that basically. Mm-hmm. I got thought she fucked. <laughs> and Athena turned her into a Gorgon. Which, like, I love me some Athena, but sometimes we might be spiteful. I love the story that Athena did it because they were actually in love. <gasps> and she oh. wanted to make sure that no man hurt her ever again. Oh my god. That's the story. Um, let me just, let me this take a, a, can I take a corner? I'm going to take a side note here. Okay. Um... If you are into sirens, if you're into the kind of like alternative history of goddesses and the creatures of the Greek world, I super, 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 super recommend is a book called Great Goddesses, Life Lessons from Myths and Monsters. It's by Nikita Gill. She is an amazing, amazing poet. And I love this book so much. And it's all about the stories of women, gods, goddesses, deities, uh, creatures, etc., And they are just from this, like, alternative perspective that's putting them in a place of power. So, anyways, the comparison of basically sirens to gorgons is that they're these damned women that kind of, like, like cross the gods. Mm -hmm. And so they're all kind of, like, assigned to these roles of destruction, which I think is, like, super badass, may I say? Yeah, Um, But that is definitely a theme. I mean, that's a theme of the Screaming Women Suite in general. But but also, like... Athena is also depicted of wearing the quote unquote Aegeus, which no one knows what it is other than a dope accessory. Mm-hmm. But it often is depicted with the face of a gorgon, as in it was like the like Hercules with the lion's pelt on him as a mm-hmm. thing. But like, it's a warrior over kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So like, that's also interesting that they're feared enough to be like seen as trophies as like a wearable. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of fucked, but... I mean, but it's the... That's the language of the era. Totally. Um, allegedly, if you escaped the lore of the siren, the, the siren was obligated basically to commit suicide. Interesting. Yeah, because she failed at her job, more or less. One, I think, kind of fun thing um, is that Hera challenged the sirens to a singing contest. As one does. Mm-hmm. Uh, lost horribly. Uh, the sirens, I guess, lost horribly, which I think is hilarious. And then for their victory, the muses plucked the feathers from the sirens and wore them as crowns. Oh. Okay. Yeah. That's not where I thought that was going. Nope. And another fun fact, um, allegedly the image of the siren may come from an Eastern lore of something called a soul bird or a winged ghost, which was a bird, a bird woman who killed others to, so in order to share their own fate. So similar to the Banshee, where um, in this East, more Eastern lore, you, this uh, bird creature would come after you out of spite because they had suffered a loss, so you had to grieve with them. Oh. So like a grief demon, more or less. Demon, not, you know. You know how I use that word, but... Demon is entity, not mm-hmm. indicating evil. evil. Yeah. yeah. 
Interesting. Which, I mean, in that case, is probably not. I mean, very not evil. You sometimes know? you just gotta get together with your girls it's, and have a good a, cry. It's a grief. Yeah. <laughs> it's a grief deity or or something like that. Yeah, that's but, interesting. Yeah. Cool. Anything else? You just you just really want to pull that banshee back in here. You're sque- I uh, screaming women sweet. Yeah, I get it. It's a sweet. Anyway, I love you so much. So my next section is titled "So like when did they become mermaids?" Question mark. And so the answer to that apparently is the seventh century. Uh, there was a book published uh, called The Liber Monstorum, which is a literal catalog of monsters, which I need to find immediately because talk about a coffee table book. Yeah, I very much want that. <laughs> but that apparently was the first place where the siren was depicted as the mermaid creature we know today. Interesting. Because mm-hmm. I know that like the Hellenistic era, I believe, had like re- either sculptural or relief work that's supposed to also... They they may not know what it is, but it definitely has like mermaid esque vibes. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing is, is mermaids exist. Mermaids existed, but they were not sirens. Oh, so we just kind of mesh them together. They went smoosh. Okay. Yeah, yeah, totally. And so another thing. Well, maybe not another thing, because so in the tenth century there was a Byzantine encyclopedia, and then they were once again birds with women's faces. My thought is there was a, or maybe not my thought, but what I read was there's a possible conflation with mermaids because they were frequently tied to the sea. Um, but I do think it's interesting because, like, when I think of video games and any time that I've seen both either sirens or harpies in a video game, they're always in a mountainous area, usually by water, by cliff sides. And so, yes. like, it makes me, I don't know, I kind of understand the conflation with each other because it's almost like if it was a harpy kind of creature they would have a nest that would be up elevated and they would be able to hunt yeah. on a cliffside. um but yeah we always have to bring video games into this y'all you know? so i was just trying to look up the name of the Ugh. isn't that horrifying horrifying so in twilight princess for the legend of zelda we have i've always pronounced it as Uka. Because it's O-O-C-C-A, but it is a mother figure, bird, but it's definitely humanoid head into Ugh. chest, into chest into bird. like chicken body. and It's very weird. But I can't really remember in the game. I know she has like a little son that you have to like, I think go find or like you still, I don't know. But it like looking at these like Byzantine illustrations and our sweet, sweet dark age stuff, like definitely is pulled influence from those, even though it's a ball, it's a bald ooka. There's, there's no flowing locks like some of these illustrations, but. Mm, Well, we'll get into that. Um, But that's interesting. When I think of like harpies and sirens, like you said, like we talked earlier about. Cliff sides, mountains. World of Warcraft is like where I think of harpies for sure. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's outside of Thunder Bluff, and it's definitely rocky cliffside, and they're there. And when they attack you, they have like an inflection, like it's a scream, but they the inflection scream, where yeah. they where they're definitely hitting notes, mm-hmm. like it could be sing songy, like it's the beginning of a chorus or something, mm-hmm. but then it's just them shrieking. Totally. Um, so that's really interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I think like you know they're like sisters. They're like wrong. I don't know. They're wronged. Wronged women. <laughs> anyway, 
I think it's interesting because mermaids at this time were actually seen as like helpers. They helped people who were lost at sea. That's why they would put mermaids on the fronts of ships. Because they would guide you rightly. Right. That makes sense. So like where did this image of sirens come from? Because like they just kind of took it and turned them into monsters. Mm. So it's like the corrupted mermaid more or less. Right. I don't know. I don't have answers. But I what I wrote here is like honestly I imagine that the mermaid body and the mermaid character paints a better picture in art and then also you know the purveyors. like in the in the romanticism of things yes and also in the romanticism of the th- of the viewers which is men right so like you know way better to look at a mermaid bod than a herpy bod you know what i mean <laughs> look this affects a lot of things i have a lot of questions either or but it's fine no so in art, sirens were mostly found depicted in southern Italy and Sicily, which makes a lot of sense because that's where they were. That's where that allegedly, yeah, 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 that's where they allegedly resided. Where those monsters were. Yeah, um, yeah. Sirens were all, and so sirens in this case, um, pre-Christianity, when they were depicted more as the harpy character, were often depicted with Dionysus, which I think is interesting. With alcohol. Not even alcohol, but remember, he's, like, frenzied ecstasy. That's so, true, like, yeah, yeah. alcohol, any kind of drug, um, sex, anything where you're Rock so, and roll. so connected to your body that yeah. you are, like, ascending, right? Yeah. And so I think it's super interesting. I didn't know that. Considering, so, well, one, it's super interesting because they were very frequently depicted also on funerary monuments. Because they were the, the death bringers. They're the yeah. death bringers, right? Okay. They brought you over. But the ferrymen. Totally. They are ferrymen. Totally. Um, but this idea of them being depicted with Dionysus, so, you know, that frenzy, I guess, is a, is a gateway, right? That is a gateway to a higher power. It's a gateway to, like, going out of your body. It's also a yeah. gateway to death, right? And so I think it's really interesting that they would be depicted with him. Yeah. And then it's also super interesting that they were then turned sexualized. Sure. And so Christianity is what we have to blame for that. (laughs) I'm not going to sugarcoat it. (laughs) Basically, Christianity did it. Christianity does a lot of things to... It did a lot. Yeah. That... Oh, buddy. Yeah, totally. Uh, Most depictions of sirens kind of post, you know post-christianity kind of touching touching the word touching the 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 mythology but then also current day you actually mostly see depict uh sirens depicted as just naked women lounging which like i get it (laughs) that's a mood um but so which is like kind of fucked because like if there's like some ladies chilling like get it get it girl like do it but like that's not an invitation Mm mm-hmm and, like, if there's sirens, you know, mm, I feel, that makes me feel bad inside. Yeah. I don't like it. Well, okay, we'll get in, we'll totally get into this kind of stuff for <laughs> sure. Um, I also, I forgot to mention, so, that when, after they kind of became mermaids, that 7th century depiction, and when they started getting written, written more into mythology in a way that wasn't the harpy psychopomp, right? Um, one, the, the newfound image actually affected depi- like uh trans re- retranslations of the odyssey 
Oh. So the words were then translated differently because they assumed mermaid. They didn't assume bird. Right, right, right. Um, also, the language became more sexualized, which I think was very interesting. And I actually learned a shit ton about this in undergrad because I took a, was it, erot- it was called erotic imagining in Hindu and Christian art. And this is the kind of shit we talked about. I'm sorry. Dude, it was an amazing that class. That sounds amazing. I basically wrote my final paper. It was a really hard class. I wrote my final paper on how uh, monks used the tales of uh, female martyrs basically as porn. Because, like, this circumstance. The language of a siren used to be they, like, sang from their mouths or, like, music from their, like... Uh, it used to be specifically about their mouths, about their screams, and then it became like music from their lips. Gross. Like that kind of articulation, sing song kind of things, and it started becoming a lot more sexual. Did you see my whole body make a fist? Just I then? did. It was uncomfortable. That's actually that's what I wrote about in Ugh, the class. Gross. Is that like when a woman martyr died, her hair flowed to the ground. She had golden brown hair. It's like that that uh, Tumblr post or, or that we see that are like oh yeah yeah. Uh, a man, a man writing a woman is like, oh, she was curvy in all of the right places and skinny in all the right places, too. She walked in high heels like it was nothing. She <laughs> didn't think she was special, but, but I saw that I she was saw special. I saw that she was special, yeah. Ugh, gross. It's like that kind of equivalent. So basically, sirens became Curvy that. monks? Yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> um, so in Christianity, they became an allegory for temptation, but- obviously. Sure. Yeah, because they were these hypersexualized women that lured men to their deaths, especially, especially like men at battle, men that went out on on the sea to war, right? Right. Um, and so now Je- I'm just irritated. I know Jesuit writers associated uh, a siren with a temptress or like a courtesan, a courtesan, basically. They alluded them to like in real life, so you would call a courtesan or like. Um, some kind of, you know, prostitute or whatever, someone who goes against the ideas of Christian church, specifically in the body of a female, um, they would use the term siren against them because they were using their voice to lure people. Mm. And that could even be for, like, singers and stuff, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Entertainers, too. Yeah. They basically, it became the woman's, the woman's fault that they were luring chaste men. Right? That's the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, so then... Yeah, in Christian art, frequently, though, this archetype is less about mermaids and more half-woman, half-animal, because they basically become demonic entities. Of course. Totally. Totally. All this checks out. I'm checking my graphs here. Yes. (laughs) All of this makes so much sense. Oh, woman using her voice. Yeah. Demons. Totally. Totally demons. So this is kind of where I want to jump into your question of, like... The earth, like the the sound? Yes. So like the actual, let's like break this down, I guess. Where I want to kind of go with this idea, with this like, let's play in this rationality space. Okay, yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. if this is like a real thing and it's actually something that happened that wasn't these beings, mm-hmm. right? So like it could be like there are such things as like the holes in cliff sides that make wailing noises right well and it also makes me think of like this is sad and i'm so sorry y'all but like the bridges that have like like there's like the the rock surface or whatever makes a high pitched sound so like like dogs will like oh, jump but like it, i know i said i'm so sorry but i like is there like an auditory thing 
like or like the Elrads. Like, is there an mm-hmm. auditory thing that Elrads are that we man-made. don't register? Yeah, but there's like a, a like a, a psychological thing, like that a hurt a hurts level that we can hear but not hear. Right, where like our body recognizes it and then it like pulls it, like it makes us be like, no, this is the right decision to go to shore. Totally, or like. Well, that would make more sense. That would make a lot of sense in terms of, like, pitches and stuff. Because you have to think about, like, these are ships. So, Spartan... I'm just, just bringing my cryptozoology side into no, this No, I love right it. Uh, I, this, this is why we make this podcast. Um, so, I just read on Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which is, you know, my guide for all things factual. <laughs> I think the typical boat of that era was an average of, like, 100-plus rowers. Oof, that's so many people. It's a lot of people, but they're also really long ships. But, so, like, the aspect of crashing into something is not just, like, someone gets... It's not like a pirate ship where Mm -hmm. you think of, like, one person having the wheel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, like, one person handling the rudder. This is, like, hundreds of people on a ship, and so all of them have to fuck up in order for something to happen. Where I kind of am is, like, okay... Thinking about sailors at sea, right? Mm-hmm. So you have only access to salt water. Oh. So, like, if you drink the salt water, you go crazy. That is a factual thing that we understand, right? Yeah. So, like, hallucination, question mark? Sunstroke is a Dehydration. thing. Dehydration is a thing. All of these, like, you know, that plus, like, being at sea without women for a long time. Not that that's an excuse in any way. Sex drive is not actually a drive. It is a preference, etc. <laughs> That's all I'll say about that. But the idea of being, like, having heat stroke, yeah. being really Or if you've been away, from, been away at war and you're headed home. And you're and looking for any reason yeah. to know that you're home already. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a really, like, that's a place for you to fuck up, for sure. Right, right, right. And then crash your ship. My other thing is just, like, who's the person that's actually telling the story of these sirens? It's very much like how big is it's, the fish? Yeah, it's definitely like the victim who survives telling who survives. the story mm-hmm. and to make them not the hero but but the hero well, figure. Not even not even the survivor. So like you want to make your story as victorious as possible, yeah. right? And so like you have to go through the strait and there's this mythology about these creatures and so obviously you make them up and then you kind of like, you know, go with it. Yeah. Or it is the circumstance like the survivors of like, oh, this it wasn't just someone fucking up and hitting rocks. Yeah. It was these monsters that was like an external force. Also uh, Wow, I just watched your brain power down. It really did. Oh, um also Kind of like the incubus story, or succubus, it would be a succubus at that point. A uh, succubus story of, like, it's way easier to tell your wife that a monster fucked you over as opposed to another woman. You know what I mean? If we're going to take the sexual lead yeah, to yeah, it, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 the yeah, siren yeah. is a sexual attractor. Obviously, like... This woman screamed at me, oh no! Like, I was under the spell of a siren as opposed to the fact that, like, I was horny, I was at a port... You weren't around. I hate this. Why did we come here? (laughs) Because, like, it's a, like, it's a, if we're gonna, like, rationally break this down. Yeah. Um. Let's go back to the sounds of the L-Rads. I guess. Why, why are you bringing L-Rads into this? That could be its own podcast. I know, but I feel like that, that's, to me, that makes the most sense. Long range audio device, for the record. That's what an L-Rad is. Anyways. Welcome 2020, baby. Dude, it's scary. Anyways. So, like, from there, though. Do you think that there's a common a common day siren? 
like contemporary. Yes. So like banshees, for example, like oh. there are people that still believe in banshees sure. because there is still like a reason to believe in banshees. Do you think that people believe in sirens? I don't know. I would. I I feel like as a form of empowerment. <laughs> that, that's fair. But uh, like if I'm thinking of like practicality, mm-hmm. I've lived landlocked now for too long. Too long. A hundred percent. We'll, we'll say almost 20 years. Woof. I guess that's true, huh? Yeah, I think I was thinking it in my, my perspective, and it's yeah. only been seven for me. Yeah. So. Woof. Sh- stop. I can't <laughs> even deal with it. But, like, I grew up in Florida in, like, by water. But I don't know. I feel like if I, if I'm just trying to think if I was in, like, a fishing village or something, that I would probably have superstitions and beliefs. But, like, I just, I don't know what, what I would have now. That would be focused on sirens. Yeah, that would, yeah, like, I, I can't think of something in, that would trigger that. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, I feel like 100% that has to exist. I think we can't have the Loch Ness Monster mm-hmm. or other, there's the Arapaima that you hate in Animal oh, Crossing. fuck the Arapaima. But, <laughs> but people see the Arapaima and think it's something else or something mm-hmm. larger. it's huge and disgusting. And, and you know... <laughs> People think that, or, or say that there's an iguanodon in Madagascar. Like, I, a hundred percent, I'm here for all these conversations. So, like, a hundred percent, I'm here for sirens. Mm-hmm. But like, you don't know how they would manifest. Yeah, I don't know how they would. At least, like, mm-hmm. like they don't manifest in my life. But like, that could go to a conversation of like regionality as yeah. well. I like to think of them because I, I imagine them in straits, like in, in tight spaces. straits. Oh, God. Uh, in tight spaces where it's more treacherous, right? Sure. So, like, I would imagine, like, if you live in a town that's like an inlet where you have to mm. pass through these scary spaces where, like, there's a bunch of, of sunken ships and stuff, I think that would be really interesting to think about, like, to hope that your partner or, you know, the fishermen of the village come home correctly. Yeah and alive i think that would be really interesting but also that kind of flips the question of like okay who is a siren protecting yeah are they really just these creatures that like are out for their own shit and just like want to eat people or like are they protecting from other things i wonder if who do they serve there's i think it's the survivors and not necessarily the survivors of like whoever's on that boat i think it's the people who are left like at home because it's like well jim is a great fighter at war I don't know why. Shitty husband. I don't know why. Jim, Jim, the Greek fight. Jim returning from the Trojan War in Ithaca. He was a great swordsman. Good old Jim. He, he was really good at you know committing to Jim, his side of the phalanx. Jim, Jim the Eagle Bearer. Um, and he he sure knows how to row good or well, whatever. Beats the shit out of Superman his Superman does good. Jim does well. Oh my god. Um, but like, let's say Jim doesn't make it home. Well, it's not because Jim wasn't great. Jim was great. So, like, maybe he ran in... Maybe there was a sea monster. So it's an aspect of fate. Yeah. Like, it was not his fate to return home. So they are just arbiters of fate. Is that what you're arguing? No, I'm saying that the siren serves the purpose of the survivor. So, like, let's say you're my wife in ancient Greece. I leave. You're Jim. I'm Jim. And you know that I'm so good at fighting. You know that I'm so good at rowing a a ship with my 99 friends. (laughs) And none of us make incorrect judgments because we're all really good at our job. And you have wax in your ears. Yeah, we we don't listen to shit. (laughs) We're so good. Yeah, as your wife. (laughs) Anyways. (laughs) But you as a survivor, you can't... There's no justification for 
me, good old Jim, not make it home. Totally. So it's like a excuse. Yeah. Like, yeah. So you, I, Jim, me, I, Jim, was taken from you, wife. <laughs> yes. By a siren. Yeah. In some straits with some gorgons. <laughs> Jesus, like, my name is Brittany. Brittany of Greek Grecian. <laughs> I Jim can't fucking do this. <laughs> so you're just saying that, like, it's it serves as a story to for care for other people because right. it becomes like a horror yeah but i think but it's i a fear it's but, a cultural fear right and i think like for me i think that serves the most realistic purpose because mm-hmm. like jim didn't come back home with his 99 friends phil and the other 98 phils so <laughs> but like so like you know we wait it's ancient greece we wait seven years something else is going wrong Jim the second has to go to war. Uh-huh. I'm gonna know that Jim didn't make it back. Yeah, because of some sirens took him. Because we know he was good at battle. So we you know, know he I mean? was so good at the battles and stuff. Yeah, but like I think, mm, I think that's what its biggest purpose is, for my understanding it's, at least. Is also and also care. Yeah. So then you know that like this is the Strait of Sirens, and so you need to f- act fucking right. Yeah, I think like it's a cautionary tale, but like. Yeah, I think that's what makes the most sense to me. Cool. Can I play in the space a little bit? Play in the space. Come get in the sandbox, baby. <laughs> um, so I love writing prompts from Pinterest. It's one of my favorite things. I read them aloud all the goddamn time. It's true. One Through of, the bathroom door. It doesn't matter what one you're doing. Of, <laughs> one of my favorite things that I've ever, I think, like thought of, and I would love to like play with this idea, um, is the idea... Uh, countless people have written about it that the magical creatures of yesteryear live within us Mm. so like um like selkies or um fairies or sirens even Mm -hmm. um basically in the era where basic where all of these myths and legends and these religions started dying they all had to kind of indoctrinate into the normal society right so this would mean that, like, Selkies had human partners and then had bloodlines of half-human, half-Selkie. Gotcha. Sirens yeah. of the same, uh, whatever. And so, like, the prompts are always just, like, um, you can find the, the um, I don't know, you can find the mermaid in the person who, can, who, has, who has uh, figured out how to swim faster than anyone else in their school. Mm. And it's natural to them. Or you can find the like the fairy um, in the person who understands exactly how to use glitter, and they never have a piece of glitter out of place. Like it's I would this, hate them. Um, it's this like the fact that magic has infiltrated life, and it just kind of manifests in these small spaces. Right, right, right. But I always think of it in the context of the siren, where the siren is the person who sings at a bar and makes everyone stop talking. Mm, or I love that. Totally. Or, or for nefarious, more nefarious purposes, has the ability to say exactly what someone needs to hear in order to get them to go home with her. Or him. Like, or him. I mean, hey. But, like, I love thinking of the siren in that context, in that, like, basically it's, it's, um, become, it's become the person who is able to use their voice in a way that yeah. kind of gets them what they want, which I kind of love that mm-hmm. idea. That's interesting. Like, in that... Like, it's not the same, but it's a similar conversation that I was listening to a podcast like a year ago, and I think about this often, but they were talking about traditions from pagan religions or whatever, or like their their thing, 
I think they use the the reference as like the leprechaun. Mm-hmm. Like the leprechaun totally. is from Ireland, right? This this little curmudgeony kind of fae spirit that's a little trickster. Mm-hmm. But like when people immigrated to like the United States into this like new world or whatever, there was no quote unquote leprechaun, even though we could have entities that were similar based in like the First Nations who were here, but those traditions traveled with the people. Or is it the entities that travel? Or is it the oh, traditions yeah. and the perception? Yeah. And we all are just using similar names for the same thing around the world. Totally. Which I think is really interesting to have that conversation. Arose by of, any other name kind of thing. Like, are we dealing with the same same behavioral spirits? Or are I also kind of like the idea of like traditions or memories or... Living, of, like living through people. Yeah, and that traveling with people. Hmm. You know, like I don't, I don't know what that means, but I, I, I feel think... like I could be a, I would be a siren. Oh my god! Oh, have you ever met? So one of my favorite questions to ask people is, "What mythical creature are you?" I know. And I'm telling the microphone. Okay. <laughs> I'm telling our listeners out there, um, and like, so I always say that, and I'm like, it could be from any any book, any pantheon, any, like, type of character. Mm-hmm. Do you think you've ever met a siren? I met Billy Ray Cyrus. Oh, my God. <laughs> he is not a siren. I don't Get out of here. I don't know if I've met a siren. Probably. Yeah. I mean, it could be the opposite way where they're not a great singer, but they, like, everything they say, like, hurts you. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I don't think I've met one either. But I imagine, like, I like to think of them, I just keep thinking of, um... Oh my gosh, what is her name? The character in The Witcher who's the troubadour. Like a troubadour kind of character. Where like the entire room stops and like she has you like completely in her grasp. Her name is... You are looking through me right now. I think think I've met a male siren. Oh, uh... Yeah, Skier slash Dandelion from The Witcher is 100% a siren. Okay, well, I was talking about a real person. Oh, who? Well, you don't have to say who, but, like, what were they like? A dude who could pick up any instrument and play it. Mm -hmm. He was one of my roommates, Mm -hmm. but, like, if any of my friends met him, they were like, who's, what's his deal? And he would just be the dude with the guitar singing in the corner. Or he picked up a banjo or a sitar, and he would just, like, know how to play a thing, and Mm -hmm. you're like, fuck off, my dude. But, like, if he was in a room... People would just people gravitate. would just drift to him. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Definitely a siren. Yeah, a hundred percent. Five out of five stars. Super cool. But yeah. like, like he wasn't like shredding where your eyes were melting, and you're like, this fucking banjo rips. He wasn't like he was proficient. He was not a master. He's probably closer to master than proficient. Jesus. But... Okay. Well, fuck him. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I don't know. The charisma role was, yeah. I think, the thing. I think that's fascinating. I think that's super fascinating. Okay, last thing that I want to talk about. Okay. Can we talk about how fucked up it is that Starbucks' symbol is a siren? Yeah, that is. Like, I mostly just want to point the, this the, out. The beckoning call to get wrecked, bitch. I just... Want because, some pumpkin like, spice, baby? I know. So, I worked for Starbucks for... Seven years. Seven years, yes. And so, you know, I know that Starbucks... Excuse me. I know that Starbucks is based off of a character from Moby Dick... Don't really know any further than that. But the idea of the mermaid siren. So not even like 
That means someone looked up the representation of a siren, saw the harpy archetype, and was like, nah, I'm going to choose the mermaid. Although it's a two-tailed mermaid. Four-tailed mermaid. No, two-tailed mermaid. I'm correct. Don't worry about it. Um, it's a two-tailed mermaid. Just not saying I anything. actually remember a really long time ago wanting to get their uh, traditional style Stop mermaid it. tattooed on my body. Stop it. Because it's beautiful. Stop She's it. She's beautiful. Stop it. We've been together longer than you've been with Starbucks, so... Or that you were with Starbucks, so no. It was a beautiful... That, it was a beautiful thing. That, that's my one veto. Look, I didn't get it. It's the one veto in Anyways. Life. But um, I think it was really interesting, especially because... I remember um, making many comments over the years, working at mostly opening shifts at Starbucks, of the fact that whenever you open, you see everyone get out of their car at the same time, because they wait until you open, and then slowly walk like zombies to Starbucks. Weird. So the idea of the siren being the like siren call and like sure. pulling people into you is just kind of terrifying. Yeah. Well, thank God they're not Amazon. Well, they... Uh, yeah, they I know. Of, they yeah. kind of are. I mean, Amazon in itself is a representative choice. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. In terms of creatures and entities. But, yeah. um, Jesus Christ. Um, but, Woof. I don't know. I just think that's super interesting that Starbucks chose a siren specifically. Yeah. As their... I don't know. What's up with coffee shops and going for, like, nautical themes? I worked at one at a coffee shop that's local to Denver that uh, named theirs based off of the phrase rising tides raise all ships. I'm like, what is what is this theme, though? Is it to be edgy? I don't know. I look, I got I got nothing. I understood it. And I was like, yeah, I'll take some of that. So (laughs) give me some of that good, 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 good rising tide shit. But here we are. We are spiraling. Yeah. I don't know. So that's what I wanted to talk about with sirens. Was there anything else? I don't know. I just, I mean, Mm. they're prolific in popular culture. Yeah. I don't know if we just want to, I. Oh, you're doing the video game rundown? I mean, they're, they're in video games all over the place. I, okay. I actually was like, oh, they're totally in video games. But then when I thought about it, the only video game I've ever played that I've encountered some creature was the Witcher, and they were harpies. Um, like, there's not a... I don't remember a single game where I've run into a siren. Even, even Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Well, they're in Warcraft. Like, World of Warcraft and Warcraft 3. Okay. Uh, they are in the God of War series. Probably oh, n- probably before, not the recent not one. Not the recent one, Oz. Um, because I th- But they would be enemies. They're sure. s- servants of Ares. Yeah. They're servants of someone. I mean, that would make sense. Um, and I bet you, you like, flop them around with their tail. They're definitely in Castlevania. Uh, I believe... That's Symphony of the Night in, like, later installments. That is true. Um, Vampire the Masquerade. They're in Shantae, which I believe Shantae, she's like a... Kind of like, I don't know. I've never played it. She's like a genie, a genie lady. Mm-hmm. Like a, the titular half genie can transform into a harpy. Boom. Hmm. Uh, a harpy, not a siren. Yeah, sorry. I mean, but also, but also like the same thing. Final Fantasy, uh, 
Breath of Fire. Like a lot of like like An high fantasy like yeah. high fantasy like uh RPG like Dungeons and Dragons of course have totally, them. Totally, yeah. I guess that makes sense. I just, like, can't remember a single one. I do remember always, like, understanding them. Similar to, like, Medusa and stuff. Like, even when I was younger, I just was like, no, they're good people. (laughs) Yeah. And I did want to highlight... I know it told me that, but... Just because I thought it was interesting um, talking about, like, harpies and, like, the mountain. I have never seen... Well, I haven't... I haven't in my adult life watched She-Ra Princess of Power, which is from, like, the 80s mm-hmm. when it spun off of He-Man. Um, I haven't seen that in a really long time, but apparently there's harpies and they're an evil race of beings who lived in the dark area of Etheria called Talon Mountain, which I just thought was interesting just because of what we, everything we've said earlier. I don't think I said... Oh, in the mountains. Always in the mountains. In the mountains. Man. You can't, I can't connect that to current She-Ra. Sorry. And oh my then, god, could you imagine Catra as a stop it um <laughs> also there's the saint Seiya, which is like Z- zodiac magic boys is what i'm gonna call it um there's apparently an antagonistic character called harpy valentine and is it a, and apparently is a servant of hades <laughs> so that's that's a thing I mean, that makes the most sense if they were a servant of anything well i mean look they could be servants of poseidon first because he's he's of deep oh, water oh here we go so, yeah. like, it would be, like, in servitude to him. and Or also, like, the deep sea creatures. Yeah. There's so many gods and goddesses of water. It's kind of insane. Yeah. Harpy, Siren, and Charmed, and Xena, Warrior Princess, which I've actually, I think I've seen, like, one episode ever, so I really need to... Excuse me? I Have you met me? It's weird that I haven't seen Excuse more of it. Excuse me? I, should we go fix that right now? Let's Lucy Lawless is a treasure. I, I love her so much. There's an episode where she, uh, Gabrielle gets a arrow through her shoulder, and it's a poisonous shoulder, and they have to push it through. And that stuck with me because it was kind of Did the first they time they were... I don't remember if they kissed, but I do remember that they were like very affectionate towards each other, and my little gay brain was like, hey. <laughs> hey, I see you. Yeah, but cool. okay, we're, we're way out. I guess the last fun fact <laughs> I wanted to drop is that I forgot to read this really important bullet point about Scylla and Charbadis. Hmm. They have very long tentacles and six dog heads. As one does when you become... Could you imagine seeing when, when that you were in a, water? a nymph-turned-monster, I feel like you would take some liberties in how you present yourself. I guess that's very true. I would go tentacles and dogs. Yeah. But... God, I'm, let's leave it at that. I think it's safe to say that we're really excited to be back to do the Night Society. 100%. So hopefully we won't be so ra- rambleicious next time. No, but you know what? Ramble, don't ever apologize for rambling. That's no. the that's where the juicy shit but I'm, happens. I'm gonna plant. I'm gonna plant the seed now. Our next episode is in two weeks, which is wild because we're doing it twice a month now on the full and new moon. And uh, I'm I already called shotgun on the next episode and we're going to be talking about the skunk ape and some manifestation of that that, that particular bipedal m- mammal from yonder south location <laughs> oh my brain um but thank you again for listening we'll continue to talk about monsters and magic and myths and yeah pop culture and more screaming women probably not for the next couple episodes but we i will i will 100 percent talk more about screaming women yeah, that's not but surprising. Anyways, thank you for listening to the Night Society, where we talk about monsters, myths, legends, and lore. If you're interested in learning more about our work, you can check us out at okretro.zone. Yeah, yeah.
And you can follow both of us on Twitter. I'm at OKRetroZone. Okay this is Cole, by the way. Hi. Hello. <laughs> OKRetroZone. Okay, okay. Yeah. And I'm at Edgar Allan Pone, which is pretty hard to spell. So It'll be in the episode It'll be in the show info. notes. <laughs> but thank you so much. And I hope you have a really amazing new moon.